Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be running through everything that's going to be coming to Disney Plus in the US in uh, December, also a bit about the UK one as well. We'll be talking about the Garden of a trailer, we'll also be talking about some movies potentially moving over to Disney Plus, and we've got tons of reviews. There's so much that's been released this week, New Mandalorian, the Right Stuff finale, we've also got... Marvel 616, whole tons of its pieces. We're going to get into all of that. But before we go any further, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and our YouTube channel memberships, which include um, Sarah, Darren, Lauren, The Juice, What's on Netflix, Joshua and Andrew. And just again, big thank you for Sarah for all of your support this week. And also this morning, I woke up and when I checked on the YouTube, we have gone over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. So a thank you to everyone that subscribed over there. Continue to subscribe if you haven't already done so. Um, now we're on the on the countdown to the big one. But yeah, so 50,000 subscribers was just, that has been quite a milestone. I've been kind of going towards for months and it's like, yes, so there we go. But yeah, so big thank you for all of that. So let's jump into the news. So first off, um, we've got this very late this was much later than we normally get it we normally get this around about the 15th it was the 20th so let's jump into what's coming to disney plus now this is based on the us now obviously things can change depending on your region so december the 4th we've got anastasia which i know seems to be a very popular animated movie from uh fox that people are really excited about which um seems to be getting people attention we're going to be getting big big sharks rule man versus shark the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, Sky High. So that's the library content. Um, anything from there catch your eye? Um, Anastasia, or uh, however you pronounce it, I have never seen that. So I've never seen it either. No, it's it's. I know it's got that song. Is it Kate Winslet? Is she? I think that's. I don't even know what songs associated with it, but I have yeah. heard good things about it. Um, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. I never saw that one. Uh, so it's actually it's actually a really good Christmas movie. Um, uh, we watched it when it when it came out. Was it last year? No, it must have been the year before. And we both really, me and my wife, we really enjoyed it. It's a proper Christmas movie. Um, yeah, it can't. I think it got a bit of a bad rap, but I don't go in expecting it to be like ballad, a uh, lot full of dancing. It, it's there's not really um, any because uh, what was it? It was a ballet, but it, yeah, it, right. there's not really. It's not really a dancing one, but um, I'm yeah, no, fine with that, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I have seen Sky High before, but it's been a long time. And that movie came out before superhero movies were like really super yeah. popular. This was pre Iron Man, I think. Um, mm. X Men and Spider Man and uh, the the Nolan Batman had started coming mm. out, but uh, it literally a bit before its time. But I remember it being a good movie, so I'm going to check that out. Probably not when it mm. drops, but it'll be a nice like weekend watch at some point. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. The ones for me were the two uh, shark uh, documentaries. Actually, we, there was a discussion going on on Twitter. We were talking about all these like shark documentaries that are on on Hulu that are National Geographic. Going, why aren't these all on Disney Plus? And then lo and behold, we get two. Um, I love sharks. I absolutely love. I love them. So um, shark stuff is great. I'm big, um, a massive movie. Literally, I mean, grew up. That one's such a big one for. Um, see what you did there? Yeah. I mean, I remember going, you know, when you went to New York and you went to the toy shop and you went and did the bit for the piano, you know, that was, that was me. Um, yeah. Uh, big was one of those big movies as a kid. Literally, we just watched it so many times. And it, it's fun to watch it again. I, I watched it a couple of years ago. Um, and when you watch it again as an adult, you realize there is so much stuff that was going over your head 
in that movie yeah. as a kid. Uh, so it works both as a kid's movie and uh, for an older audience who, who wants some more content like that. Not sure if I'll, I'll watch it like straight away. I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Um, but I've seen it a number of times. Obviously, you've seen it several times as well. It, it really was Tom Hanks at his best when he was doing comedy before he started really going into the serious movies. Uh, if, if you guys out there have not seen it, uh, definitely a highly recommended one. Plus, it gets referenced a lot. It's one of those movies where mm. you, you probably don't even realize you're missing references well, to it if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's literally like the other day I was down at the uh, chip shop um, on the pier and there literally was like a Zara, one of the was it the Zara machines, you know, with the, oh, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the, and it, you know, it literally looks like it's come straight out of big and instantly you see it. And you go, you know, and that's where it comes back to. So yeah. So literally even in the real world, that uh, movie follows me. Um, moving on from there, we got some Disney plus originals. We've got the brand new movie, Godmothered, um, which the trailer came out this week. Did you happen to see the trailer? I watched about half of the trailer and I couldn't make it the rest of the way through. Not, uh, because I thought it was bad or anything mm. like that. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before. I cannot do cringe comedy. Um, comedy that revolves around people embarrassing themselves. Like I can't watch Seinfeld. I can't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Office, things like that. And this trailer was packed with those cringe moments. I'm just like, I can't make it through this. So I, if you'd asked me last week before the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to this. And now I'm like, I don't know if I can sit through this, to be honest. You know what? See, I'll be honest. It did the exact opposite for me. The trailer did the, I was like, oh God, mother, is it going to be like, and I watched the trailer with my wife and I was, and I was, I did, I did chuckle on a number of occasions and go, yeah, no, this is, this is, this will be, it's going to be, um, going to be a bit naff. It's going to be a bit, um, kind of, cliche but they're taking the mick out of it a bit and it's just like yep yeah, i'm in for this um this is exactly what we need for christmas i'm hoping it's a lot more funnier than maybe noel was because that kind of didn't hit the point where i was expecting a little bit more humor from that one um so yeah so i i, I godmother to me the trailer actually made it even better for me um, yeah so i'm i'm i think if you like that kind of humor uh if you can sit through that kind of humor then uh it looks like it's pretty pretty solid for that it's got a lot of vibes like elf did i know we said that yeah. about noel like a year ago before that one came out um but as you said it well i think they it, it didn't with, go that direction with noel kind of gave off the elf vibes because it was trying to be elf right whereas godmother is not trying to be elf you know, she it, is she's she is doing the whole thing where she's gone to new york and she doesn't know anything but from the trailer it doesn't it doesn't feel like i mean they got the whole bathroom scene and all the but I, I like the fact that just of messing about with being a godmother. And, you know, I think that's just cool. I, I just really f thought that was I, good. And I, I do like the idea of her being super excited to do this, like fully yeah. bought into being a godmother. And everyone else around her is like, I am so done with being a godmother. Can I do something else with my life? I, I like it on paper. Like I said, I, I don't think I can sit through it. And that is absolutely not a commentary on what i think the quality of the movie is it's just it i yeah yeah so that's that one's coming on on the fourth we're going to get a new episode of the mandalorian we're also getting two new shorts of the wonderful world of mickey mouse um so we're going to get keep on rolling and the big wolf also we're going to get um a brand new well it's kind of like a series it's beyond the clouds which is a behind the scenes look at the clouds movie 
but they're chucking it in with the extras, which is like, oh, every time you do this, guys, it doesn't get watched. You then end up a few days later, then putting it on as a proper series because no one's watching it and you realize no one can find it. Don't put it in as, a, as, an, as an extra. Put it in as a pr- proper thing. If you're going to do it, do it. Um, I, I just and that's going to be dropping weekly for nine weeks right through to the end of January um, so I won't mention that one again but yeah there'll be new episodes every week for that one it'd be interesting if they they put it in as an extra and then they really hype the heck out of it um, and and point it out and remind you over and over and point you to the extra section it it could become that kind of thing where they remind you there is an extra section and after you watch a show or a movie maybe you should see if there are any extras but I do have to agree. They should just release it as a, a series because a lot of people are going to miss this. If you're going to put it out on like a next thing and say, you know, this is coming every week and there's new episodes dropping. I just, I just remember, you know, they've done this on so many occasions where they put things in on the extras and within days they've moved it because the, obviously the data is just showing nobody's watching it because it needs to come up on that new tab because that's where everyone jumps straight into when you log in. I know that's what I do. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I do too. Yeah. And, and even with the list on hand, sometimes I'm like, oh, there was a National Geographics thing I wanted to watch, but it's not on the new tr- trending or new tab. And, and I'll forget about it because I'll sit down and watch something else. And by the time I'm done, I've completely forgotten about well, it. Well, this is, I mean, not no, most people don't have to spend as much time on their That's schedule true. as I do. So therefore, I kind of get used I kind of get used to it all. But um, it's that thing. Yeah, I, I do think that needs to be on that new tab. Moving on from there on... Friday, December the 11th, we've got Disney Channel's Epic Holiday Showdown, Disney Holiday Magic Quest. Um, so those are two Christmas specials that are going to the Disney Channel. Nice to see them officially confirmed. That's actually, I think they are day and date with the Disney Channel, which is good. Um, it just makes sense for these to be on there. Um, why the Disney Channel don't put out the, it when they put out the press release. Hopefully that will get sorted next year. Um, so that's nice to have them on there. Then we've got Gender Revolution, A Journey with Katie Couric, um, which is a National Geographic documentary from a few years ago. Um, then we've got Ralph Breaks the Internet. So that's a big movie in itself. To Because um, I, I like that one. It wasn't nowhere near as good as Wreck-It Ralph, but I still remember enjoying it. And um, quite often still listen to the song Slaughter Race, because I think that was just, um, especially the, the, the one at the end. It's just a lovely song. <laughs> I barely remember the movie. I just remember... Um watching it and saying if i had paid full price to see this movie i would have been disappointed because i saw it matinee time at at a matinee price or a disney plus subscription price i think it's perfectly fine but uh i would not have been happy at a full price release yeah so i think for me is i'm really gonna wonder how this how this ages because again i think my big disappointment is you didn't really cover really the video game that kind of got lost and this whole thing with the internet but i still definitely it's definitely a big movie to arrive i mean the, the funniest part of the movie was still the trailer with that mobile game that the kid was playing and the, yeah. the, the cat pops or whatever it was that was hilarious <laughs> yeah no that one that was that was gonna be a big one then we're gonna have the high school musical the musical the holiday special so we got a new trailer for that one as well uh, it's going to be full of songs. The soundtrack is now out already. Um, it's available on streaming services. So you get that one out a little bit early. I'll, I'll be watching this one. I love that series. It was my kind of guilty pleasure that I didn't expect I was going to like from Disney+. Plus. So I'm kind of looking for... I, I mean, it's a thing with like holiday and cheesy stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. By the time it hits like December, I'll be ready. I'm not so good on Christmas stuff in November. I'll be honest. I, it, that's my... 
I, think I, know, I know a lot of people are putting their Christmas trees up and all the rest of it, but for me, I at least like to get into December before I start like thinking about Christmas. I think that is the one advantage that we have over here in the States with Thanksgiving coming at the end of November. Yeah. It works as a very clear uh, delineator. We are preparing for Thanksgiving. Get your turkey, get your family, uh, you know, under normal mm. years, get your gathering mm. together, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have Christmas after Thanksgiving. Mm. Obviously, there are plenty of people who still put up their Christmas stuff before, but it, it does make it a little bit easier yeah. for us. Moving on from there, we got a brand new movie called Safety, which is um, a American football uh, sports drama. Um, I'll be honest, it, it doesn't really, I'll watch it. But it's not really firing for me because I'm not a huge sports fan. Oh, I like wrestling, but that's not really sport. Um, so I still think it's a I really weird time. <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of... The thing is with safety is it feels like it's the wrong time to release it. It, 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 like two weeks before Christmas, it doesn't feel like you know the Christmas movie. To, it's like this could have been dropped in the summer. It could have been dropped at any time. I know that I think it, in some ways it maybe should have been out earlier, but it doesn't really. I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't shout to me. Let's drop this two weeks before Christmas. Right. So it it definitely doesn't have a Christmas vibe. It's not a mm-hmm. Christmas movie by any stretch, but there is a strong central theme of family to it. Like once you take the football out, the the main story is about um, the main character taking care of his younger brother, his mom getting committed, or I wasn't entirely clear what was happening to the mom, honestly. Uh, And obviously with Thanksgiving and Christmas, family is a huge thing around this time of year. So I can see it in in that regard, but I also do agree. This is not uh, at least overtly a Christmas movie. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm happy to watch it. I'm happy. It's that kind of thing. Sometimes this is what happens with these movies. I go in with next to no expectations, and I usually end up enjoying it because I haven't got any. So that's um, I found that in the past with these kind of movies. Like, oh yeah, oh, that was cool. Then we're gonna get a new episode of The Mandalorian and two new episodes of The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Moving on from there, Friday, December the 18th, we have got Buried, Truth for the Maya, Cosmos, Possible Worlds. Season one, sorry. Then we're going to have Disney Channel Holiday House Party. Disney Parks Sunrise Series. It says here Disney's Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure Season 3, but that's already on there. So I'm thinking that's a mistake. Um, that's You've already got it. So um, that one might have been a mistake. And then we've got Eddie the Eagle. Um, really, you need to check that movie out if you haven't seen it. It's got... Um, uh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman, and it's also got the guy from Kingsman. Really, for I mean, I grew up with Eddie the Eagle, the real um, guy um, who was a British uh, see, superstar. So, see, you do um, like sports movies. Well, yeah, but Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> yeah, but see, Eddie the Eagle, if when, if you've, have you seen the movie? I've seen most of the movie. I, I caught it on TV, so I, there were parts of it I missed, but I, I know the story. He, well, in the 80s growing up, in, in, in he was kind of this. You know, he was the anti-super, you know, sports star. He was the everything that you wouldn't expect to be from a sports star. You know, he and yeah, so he kind of, I think, for me being a kid from the eighties, I grew up with him being quite. You know, he was always on TV, turning up, doing everything. So for me, I I really enjoyed seeing the story, and I thought it was done well. And I might also, I, I can never pronounce the guy's names, but I do like him in Kingsman and stuff like that. And I just, I just thought it worked really. The only trouble is that one will not be on in the UK because it was distributed by uh, Lionsgate over here. So it's not a 20th Century Studios movie over here. So that's why we won't, we'll pr- probably won't ever get that one. Um, I know that it's available everywhere else. And we got Into the Woods, 
Into the Woods, Into the Woods, which I remember hating when that one came out. I haven't seen it. So um, yeah, it's a good music. I mean, it's it's a musical. Definitely worth checking out. I mean, it's got James Corden, and it's got um, Andrew Ke- uh, um, Anna Kendrick and stuff like that. It's amazing how many times people comment about me sounding like James Corden. It's like we're British and slightly overweight. That's about as much. As <laughs> By American standards, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. You better like go. Well, okay, I'll take I'll take James Corden. It's fine. And then we're gonna get the Mirac. Sorry, the Miraculous World, New York, United Heroes. I'm so much people. People are super excited about that one being on there. So many comments. So much interest in that. That kind of this. Uh, Ladybug and Cat Noir, um, which I know is just really, really popular. Yeah, um, I I've never seen any of their stuff, but I I I see their merchandise around when I go shopping, and uh, it pops up all the time. I have no idea if this is the movie to jump in on if you want to get started with them, but uh, I'm sure if you're already a fan, that this will. Yeah, is this a this isn't a, this is a catalog item, isn't it? Uh, well, it was added to Disney to the Disney Channel. It came to the Disney Channel back in September. Okay, and that, so it's it's pretty new. It's it's you know it's only come out like two months ago. Then we're getting a brand new series called On Point, which is a six part documentary series behind the School of American Ballet in New York City. Um, again, dropping all that one. Then we're getting the Arendelle Castle Yule Log. Now it looks like it's a new version. It's been newly decorated this year. So if you want to put a uh, have a nice toasty fireplace you can put that one on and that's be about three hours long. So probably a very easy thing for them to make. Um, so they're putting that one on. Then we're getting Dory's reef cam. No idea what that is. Um, I'm wondering if that is a, basically another screensaver with uh, fish in it. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I mean, the description is just dive into the waters below and watch the aquatic wildlife from the world of Nemo and Dory. That sounds exactly like it's the Yule log, but, an underwater aquarium. Well, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things you put on the background and just kind of relax. So, yeah, cool. And also the Sunrise series, That's they were up on YouTube, and it's basically just you watch the sunrise over a theme park for an hour. It's basically it. To be honest, any other year, I'd kind of be like, eh, whatever. That's that's kind of cool. <laughs> but this year, you're kind of like, ah, it gets me, it it gets me just, out of the house a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> just unquote. like, oh, going to Disney. Uh, remember, Not even the Disney park, just... Being outside. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, we, I was only saying this. this it, you know, we're having a puppy. You know, we go out for walks every day, so it's nice going down to the beach and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's like I hope it's kind of one of those weird things. Like I know Disney World is open, but yeah, I, I've got no desire to go right now. But I, I can't wait to. I can't wait to go back properly and enjoy it. You know, because we would have been on. We would have been on a Disney. We would have been on a Disney cruise this past week. Um, and, that was our uh, original plan. And you were heading off to watch Japan. I so, would have been in Tokyo right now, yeah. and I would probably be in Tokyo Disney or, or um, Disney C, C. Disney C yeah. um, probably next Monday or Tuesday. I wasn't planning on going on the weekend. But in any event, yeah. neither of those things are yeah. happening. No. So, yes. Yeah, so that was it. So, um, so hopefully we can get that going forward. Then moving on from there, just looking here at the list, we have got um, a new episode of The Mandalorian and a new episode of Clouds and The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. And that'll be the finale of both of those that day. So the f- finale just before Christmas of The Mandalorian. Um, then on December the 25th, we, uh, the US gets Max Kieber's Big Move. That one is available everywhere else. 
the big one really is Sol. That one um, arriving on, I again, I think that's a perfect day to drop it. Kind of, I still don't know why they didn't do that one for Thanksgiving, but I, I, I think Christmas Day is a good one for that one. We're also getting the Spark Short Burrow and a new episode of that um, Beyond the Clouds. Um, yeah, so the big battle of this Christmas Day is Wonder Woman versus Soul. And everyone's going to, you know, the big battle, who's going to win? Like, it doesn't really work like that, does it? Because no. it's like you've, if you've got both, you can watch both. Um, I don't know what's going on with Wonder Woman over here, but it's a bit like, yeah, it doesn't really work like that in terms of a box. And also, they're very different audiences. Very different audiences. <laughs> very different movies, yeah. I, I have to admit, I think that Wonder Woman will probably be the one that I watch first out of the two, but I'm definitely going to watch both. And I think anybody who's got access to HBO Max and Disney Plus and is interested in both of these kinds of movies will end up watching both uh, Probably pretty I, I, quickly honest, after they come I, out. I probably would have... Um, I, I don't know. It's The thing is, actually, is Wonder Woman is a movie that I wouldn't be able to watch on Christmas Day. I mean, I would probably, my wife, she did like the first one, but it's not really a sit-down with your no, family. But I, we always end up watching Pixar and Disney movies on Christmas Day with the family. So, even, I mean, I personally like to watch it, you know, and watch it. But, you know, we've always got the movies on. So I think in some ways... Soul is going to probably people will have it on repeat as it's just on in the background as they you know hopefully as, as some families get together in some way or how you know much smaller than normal but yeah I, I think Soul for me actually feels more like a movie we would watch on Christmas because we watch those kind of movies whereas trying to get my in-laws and stuff to sit down and watch Wonder Woman I wouldn't really want that because they they'd be because they wouldn't get it whereas Soul they probably would actually would catch their attention. And I think under normal circumstances, if I was at home with my parents and my sisters and their husbands, we would probably watch Soul as a group during the day. And then my sisters and their husbands and I would probably watch Wonder Woman in the evening and my parents would go off and do their own thing yeah. instead because I, I don't think they'd be interested in it. And uh, no offense, Dad, but he would be asking questions the entire movie and kind of yeah, yeah. disrupting it for all of us. It was interesting as well. They didn't no, mention Mulan for that on that official release, but obviously we know it's coming on December the 4th for everybody as well. Um, as far as the UK goes, just to kind of give a little bit of an update, uh, we have got, um, they've actually they've updated the list since I looked. We've got, we've got, we brought a zoo. We're getting the new prep and landing specials. We're going to get the Disney holiday sing-along. We'll be getting... Um, also, we're really getting the epic holiday showdown. Oh, yeah. We're getting pretty much very much similar to, to what you guys are getting. Oh, yeah. We're getting... Yeah, I'm just looking here. There's the, the only difference here that come up, we're getting Ergon on the 18th of December. But we're getting pretty much nearly everything. We're getting the Disney Channel holiday house parties, the Man vs. Shark. Some of them are a little bit different dates. Oh, and we're getting Walking with Dinosaurs and Epic on Christmas Day. So Walking okay. with Dinosaurs, that's a good one. That I remember that being a really good one back in the early 2000s. And then they did a re-release like as a theatrical movie kind of thing a handful of years ago, but it was just the mini series from years ago cut into a single narrative. It's like, I'd rather just watch the original documentary. Honestly, I'd, I'd like them to go when, back and do the documentary now with modern technology. Well, I remember when that, when the walking with dinosaurs came on originally on the BBC and it was like a, an episode thing of, I mean, it's, I mean, it was a massive hit. I remember it was like we all stopped to watch it because it was like 
something like we'd not really seen before. It was, it was, it was a, I think it was just around after like the Jurassic Park things. It was very much, very much early CGI, but it was a massive thing at the time. So there we go. So that's everything that's going to be coming for the US and also the UK there. Um, again, the UK list, um, very, very similar. I like the fact that now they've actually confirmed all of the, the Christmas holiday stuff. And the fact that we're getting, we got, a, we brought a zoo. That's a movie I've been wanting to watch for a while because actually that zoo is only about like 20 miles away from me, um, where they actually, what it's based on. So it was, um, it was a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah. Predictable, nothing like that you wouldn't uh, expect to happen, but it works and it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a solid movie and I'm glad that it's coming over to you guys over there. I don't, it's not here, which is too bad, but uh, yeah, maybe someday. Yeah, you know what these HBO deals and all the rest of it. Yeah, I know. Um, so moving on from there, we've got a couple of quick stories before we get into the reviews. Um, it was reported by Deadline that Disney are apparently looking into moving a number of their movies over to Disney+, Plus, including Cruella, which is was supposed to have been out in December, but they moved it back to May. Um, that one's all filmed. That one's all in the bag. So that one's, we know that it's in the can. And then also the Peter Pan and Wendy live action movie and the Pinocchio live action movie, which will be directed by Robert Zemeckis and also will star Tom Hanks. I'm guessing not as Pinocchio, probably more as Geppetto. Um, uh, he's there still. He could do both. <laughs> he could, yeah, he could still get away with a young. So yeah, so that um, they are in talks. There's a lot of discussions of going on. I think originally Peter Pan and Wendy was going to be a Disney Plus movie and it's jumping. I think they are looking at it right now. They, they was, there was a report of like things like Black Widow, Jungle Cruise, Shang-Chi and all that. They still want them to go to the cinema. They are looking at these family-friendly movies of going, you know, and let's be honest, Cruella. Cruella is probably not a billion-dollar box office smash, right? I mean, you know, when we're talking in these kind of like 100, 200, 300 million dollar box office, are they more, uh, you know, they are just more useful for Disney Plus to boost the subscribers, you know, to keep that push going. And then Disney Plus is going to, is their main, it's becoming their main thing that they're focused on. Um, I mean, there was an even article on Bloomberg going Disney Plus, or was it the Walt Disney Company is now should be called like Disney Plus. They literally, they've switched up that they are a streaming company that has theme parks. That is the way. Is the way that um, this the the stock market stuff is now looking at them. You know, this is how that the stock market is looking at Disney. Now, and you're just becoming a streaming service that also has theme parks and movies. Which big difference? I mean, it's changed a lot since you know the early part of the year. Yep, and we'll see what changes over the next couple of years. Hopefully, as things kind of uh, settle down, a lot of good you know vaccine news out there so they could transition back into being a theme park country uh, yeah. theme park company i don't know why i couldn't pronounce that one uh that also does movies or or you know push for theatrical releases rather than getting stuff onto disney plus but that's still hypothetical yeah. let's see what 2021 think, brings us i think the other thing as well to me is it's more about the concept of going and seeing a mid-tier movie has lost its appeal going to cinema right and that's that was happening way before covid you know there is a market for these movies and people love these movies but they aren't willing to go to them and pay out to go and see them they want to watch them at home you know a new movie drops onto netflix or someone or amazon and you watch it you know the idea of going to the cinema and all the rest of it just 
you know, now you want to do that for the big epic blockbusters. People aren't going the same way. I mean, I mean, at the minute, the movies that are going on in the US, I mean, they're struggling to get $4 million at the box office every week because they're just generic. Well, not only generic, but they're just movies that people don't wouldn't go and pay and see the same way that they used to. Right. And that was the direction that I was sending to. I, mm. I would go to the movie theater for the big action pieces because you want to experience them on the big screen with the full surround sound system and, you know, really be in the movie. But if I'm sitting down and I'm watching... Cruella or, or Godmothered, like, I don't need the theatrical experience for that. I'm perfectly fine watching that on my screen here at, at home uh, with just the normal sound system. I don't have, to have anything special. I've just got a sound bar. And that's fine because there aren't huge explosions. There aren't like major action sequences. There's nothing that that's, I need this on the huge screen. Yeah. I'm be honest. I think this year having got you know, picked up a, a 65 inch TV with the sound bar and, you know, it's, it's changed it even for me. I can feel that difference of like where I sit, we, you know, it's like, you know, we're sitting down, it's like yesterday. It's like, right, we're going to sit down and watch a movie, get some sweets in, you know, and, you know, the blanket on lights, you know, and that, and you sit there and you, and it's like, yeah, we're going to have a movie, you know, we're going to have a movie night. We watched, watched a movie and then played a new version of Disney Monopoly. You know, it was just that thing of like, have a different night of, you know, because that's what we have to do right now, just to, just to break it up to make it feel different. Um, uh, it is just just one of those things I think of just people's people's habits have changed. That or you could get attacked by your dog, try to eat. Oh your yeah, toes yeah, off. yeah. Oh, she was trying to bite my toes off during the middle of um, us playing Monopoly. Um, so moving on from there, Disney Plus would have got a massive boost in subscribers this past week because Disney Plus launched right through Latin America and the Caribbean loads of countries I think about 25 28 new countries um so it'll be interesting to see how that all works out um when we find out those probably numbers at the investors day in december um but yeah now this is um just yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be some big there's gonna be a big jump in the amount of people that are watching disney plus i mean anytime you add a whole a whole new country let alone well, you're adding 20 a whole something continent. basically yeah <laughs> that's where i was going with it. it when you add a single country there's a jump when you add an entire continent yeah it's it's a spike <laughs> yeah i think that's the thing if like um because i had an email the, the other day going why do you you know like, why is the mandalorian dropping at like midnight in like la time and it's like because it's they have to drop it at some point sometime it has to upload and it's never going to be good for you know this is a global release and i don't think sometimes it's that thing of you know it's what time it is in australia the time it is in india the time it is in the uk time it is in new york you know there are people you know all over the place you know think something like was it 15 20 percent of disney plus subscribers are in india you know so that's you know it's, there's all these different time and also generally Disney tend to upload in the middle of the night US time so that the servers don't get um, overloaded. That's the big thing. Because if they put it up at like, you know, the idea of putting it on at six o'clock at night um, Pacific time or in L uh, New York time, whatever time they do it is never going to be ideal because then you're going to have the East Coast and West Coast people going, well, I can't watch it and all the rest of it. It's, it's there's not, in some way, there's, n there's never an ideal time for them to do it. Um, 
and I think they do it where they do it, it stops Disney. You know, we've never had one issue, I don't think, of Disney Plus really having an issue on Fridays when they re- release new stuff. Other than that very first week, uh, no, it, it's been fine. No matter how big the release is, Mandalorian season two, whatever, there hasn't really been a blip. It was just the initial launch that didn't go great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's ultimately the, the good thing. You know, we're a year on and I can't even recall. I mean, yeah, we've, we've had the odd little outage, but the idea of them, you know, we've never had any big, I just imagine, you know, the Star Wars finale, we're going to put it on at eight o'clock at night or something like that. Sometimes with some of these movies, they've been putting them on it a bit earlier, you know, they, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things, but that's one thing to be aware of. So now let's jump into some of the reviews because there's been tons of stuff out this week. Um, so let's start off with um, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which dropped on Tuesday on Life Day. What did you think of this one? I enjoyed it, but I have to admit I was a little disappointed with it. Um, it, it was enjoyable kind of doing the time travel yeah seeing all that stuff but it wasn't as funny as most of the lego star wars stuff tends to be it had a couple bits here and there mostly involving poe and and finn but yes see i in my mind if you took out that entire every scene involving them in the falcon it would have been a better i just like you know i like them doing the time travel stuff the whole stuff with them kind of doing a fake christmas was just like nah just this is just this is just boring i just didn't it wasn't funny i didn't find it funny and i didn't it was like we could have trimmed off about 10 minutes of the of the short by getting see, rid of all of that yeah see those were the parts i found funny especially poe uh and his obsession with the i don't even remember what it's called some anymore, kind of turkey yeah <laughs> not some not turkey yeah um but all the stuff with like oh there's three skywalkers and and mm-hmm. vader and he's awkward because he can't tell the kid that he's his father yeah. and stuff like that I was like Eh, whatever. Uh, so I don't know. It looks like we came at this from two different angles. I enjoyed one half. You enjoyed the yeah. other half. It, it was perfectly fine. I, I, it was better than I was expecting. I was wondering at forty minutes, is this going to drag? It's like no, it, it did all right. I, I did enjoy it. It could, I, it could have done with being a little bit trimmer around the edges. Could have. I wish they'd gotten a couple more of the uh, actors back for the voices, or at least tried to match the voices a little bit closer. Cause there were definitely some of those where he was like, that sounds nothing like that character. Well, he always, in, some, in some way as well as like, either do it or do not do. There is no try. You know, it's right. like um, a kind of weird thing. You're like, well, if you're not going to use them for the majority of them, don't make a big deal of getting two of them back. To do yeah. It I mean, of them back. And that's and that's hardly a problem for just this, but it's yeah. like, all right, we've got uh, we've got Billy Dee Williams in, and he's got seven lines. It's like, was that was that worth it? I don't know. Yeah. It's like when they got uh, when DreamWorks got Jackie Chan to be on uh, Kung Fu Panda, and you watch the movie, and he's got like two lines. You're like, yeah, I I was expecting a little bit more than that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, even if they didn't get the get the original actors back. I wish they had matched the voices a little bit better. Um, Kylo without his helmet sounds nothing like Adam Driver. Yeah. I think Ray sounded nothing like uh, Daisy. And yeah, his... Ray, she was kind of like, like she kind of had a British accent and it kind of came in. I must admit, I really loved the Emperor. The I, Emperor I was really, good. I'll give you that. I really enjoyed him as that because that was just, I he was just so funny with it. Like, hey, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that person has been doing the Lego Emperor for a while. The the voice yeah. sounded familiar, and the the whole the way he plays the character, uh, 
fits with what I remember from earlier ones. So I think, yeah, that one was really good. Um, Vader was fine, but that's mostly because he's wearing a mask the entire yeah. time anyway. So that's kind of generic. Um, but yeah, I wish they'd, they'd match some of the other voices a little bit closer. Yes, I, I'm over, I mean, like I said, I, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was a lot better than I was expecting. And what about the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse? Did you watch Yeah, those? so I watched both of those episodes. I enjoyed both of those episodes. Um, laughed at bits of them. They were just as weird and bonkers as I was expecting. Still don't like the goofy design. I think we're well past the point where it will grow on me. Uh, yeah. That was what my... Um, my in-law told me the one who works for Disney is like, yeah, it, the goofy design grows on you. And no, it's been years now. It has not grown on me. You see, I, it's that kind of thing. Like the other characters, like, you know, Donald and Daisy and stuff, they look cute and they look like the goofy just looks strange. You just, uh, yeah, I, I still, I like the second one where they were like future in the Tomorrowlands and, you know, there's lots of little nods to the, uh, to the attraction and, you know, the whole thing of the, cyber you know the thing kind of taking over their lives and get i like i wasn't so keen on the cheese wrangling um i yeah the tomorrowland one i have to agree with you on that the the tomorrowland one was better plus it had a lot more of the slapstick comedy to it uh particularly as you got towards the end of it i will say though for the the wrangling one even though it was in the title the cheese wranglers um when they did the reveal of no, they're they're riding on cheese and they are literally herding cheese like cows. It's like okay, that's kind of clever, yeah. um, but but that's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. completely bonkers. Like where do you, how do you even think of that? What, where, who? <laughs> well, I suppose who, if you look at it from the point of view of a mouse, you know, going out and I don't know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, from the point of view of Mickey, but someone has to go in there and write it. And how do you go? All right, we're gonna do a western ranch story but the cows are wheels of cheese instead. You're like, what are you smoking? I'm re- but- I, this, this is kind of weird figures of like taking like basically Mickey Mouse shorts, renaming it, put it on the Disney and suddenly give it a whole new lease of life. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I thought it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. I kind of wish in some way that it just did one a week. I'm um, kind of stretch it out a little bit. I think um, two seems rather random, but I, yeah. yeah. If they were five minutes, like the uh, like the previous series was for yeah. most of theirs, I think that one would not be enough. Yeah. Uh, it'd be too short. But at ten minutes long each, it works at two a week because that's basically you know a standard cartoon length. Yeah. Like you would you would watch this is the Merry Melodies kind of style. You'd watch one and then you'd watch the other with a short intermission in between. But I'd also be perfectly fine with one a week at ten minutes. That, that's yeah. it's bite sized content. I'm 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 I love this stuff. This is this is great. Uh, moving on from there, we had um, some other stuff dropped this week. We had Marvel Six One Six. There was eight new episodes of that um, one, and uh, I'm just trying to yeah, because you um, you watched this not on Friday. You, you watched this. Yeah, a while well, ago I, for I the watched this. Review. I watched this last week. I was able to watch all eight episodes ahead because I dropped my review on Monday when the embargo lifted. Um, so I had a little bit, I've had a little bit longer because I had basically two weeks to watch the whole season. So I was able to do uh, kind of, I know for you. And when I, with this series, it was a very, it was a very hard watch because each short, it's not even a short, they're like an hour long. So they are really in depth. They're not. It's not fluff. You know the the Japanese Spider Man one. You know they go into a lot of detail, and I really enjoyed some episodes, and other episodes I found a bit dull. 
Um, I think you need to cherry pick and maybe drop in and out. Uh, again, this is a series which could have benefited from being stretched out. But also, if it was stretched out, you then have the other problem of if you didn't like the first episode, you might not then go back. Whereas I would say to anyone, go in there, have a look in, at the descriptions and cherry pick. Don't just go one, one through eight because if you're not interested in cosplay, an hour on cosplay is quite a hard sell. Um, the Japanese Spider-Man one to begin with, I really enjoyed that episode because I grew up with a load of tapes of Japanese shows uh, with robots and, you know, grew up with the, the, the you know, they inspired the, the, the whole kind of Power Ranger thing. And so I enjoyed that episode, but it went really in depth. And I was like, I was like, crikey, this is quite long. Um, there's another episode where they went for about, it was like an hour and 15, 20 minutes about all, and just showcasing all the women that work at, at Marvel and what they do and how they work and how they created Miss Marvel. And, and it's a very well-made documentary. And then there's a whole other one, which felt completely separate from the rest of the series where a comedian is trying to pitch a Disney Plus show and ends up going after brute force and coming up with an animated series and Disney Plus turn. It's like, didn't even feel anything like the rest of the series. And it's honestly, you need to go watch that one. If you're only going to watch one, go watch the one that's about. You you sold me on brute force. That is such an obscure grab. Yeah, go and watch. I think it's called Lost and Found. It's, it's completely, that could have been its own separate episode. It was nothing like the others. Um, and there was one episode that I did that wasn't included in the, uh, which is called Unbox, which I want to watch this weekend, which is all about Marvel toys. <laughs> That's the, that was the one episode that I wanted to watch that wasn't in it. So yeah, so I've seen seven of the eight. And that was the one that wasn't in there. So I'm going to be watching that one. I was there tomorrow because obviously I like, you know, I like having uh, Marvel toys near me kind of things. And so I'm really interested in that one. But, and there's a whole thing with Funko and, you know, I've been in, you know, I used to help out and I know, you know, it runs the Funko webs. Uh, and it's just this whole thing of, yeah, I, it, it's, it's really good, but it's also quite sluggish. Um, it's a real kind of weird, it's, it's a very well-made documentary. It's not a fluff piece. Um, it's not like the inside Pixar where they're 10 minutes a piece. You know, we're getting, you know, there's eight hours of Marvel behind the scenes stuff in that show. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch it this week, largely because for me, it dropped on Friday yeah. and I had like five other things to watch <laughs> on Friday. So it's like, all right, this one and the real right stuff uh, had to get shuffled off to the side, but I am looking forward to it. I want to check out the brute force one now. Cause I'm I'm actually genuinely curious. How many people listening to this even know what brute force I've is? Never heard of them. Yeah, and and uh, just to be clear, it is not the Xbox game, uh, original Xbox game. No, this is a completely different thing. It's a comic from Jack Black. Jack Black. Oh, the uh, might have been. I don't know. That, that's the the game in any event. Um, I, yeah, because I'm I'm sure it was it was recently a game. A game no, that was gold. brutal something or other, wasn't I know. it? Oh no, no, this is a different one. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's different. It's it is just a funny, uh, yeah, definitely. It's a it's a weird one. Um, go, the trouble is, I think if you're a a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, they might find this one a little bit trickier. Yeah, from what I read on the description, this is really not about the MCU. This is or the cinematic universe. This is about the comics. This is about the fandom around it. You mentioned a cosplay episode. Yeah. Um, it 
if you are only into Marvel through the cinematic universe, I'd still say at least give one of them a shot because there is a lot of depth to this that you don't necessarily see just from the movies. And I'm not talking about like storylines or history of the characters. I'm talking about the creative process. I mean, the whole thing of the Japanese Spider-Man where they talk about how they ha- he had these big vehicles because they needed robots. So he had a robot and they gave him a, a, a Sphinx robot. And then I'm like, why a Sphinx? You know, like, you know, some real random choices because at the time they couldn't get Marvel over in Japan. And, you know, and that ended up inspiring Transformers and just a whole, just, yeah, a, a, just a very interesting thing. Um, so, so it's, it's, like I said, cherry pick. But definitely watch Lost and Found. That would be, like, if I was, watch that one over anything else. That I think that'll probably be first on my list. I I don't have any desire to go back and read the Brute Force comics again. There, there's only four of them from like, I want to say like 88 or something like that. Yeah, there was but, only a sh- it was only a short run. Yeah, uh, they've made some appearances since then. I think they had a, a Deadpool appearance at some point, mm-hmm. but it's such a weird, it, it's Marvel trying to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something like that. It, it that is such a deep dive. Yeah, it was. It was. That's what. That was the whole point of it. But yeah, um, moving on from there, we also so we got the real right stuff. But I think I did mention that one last week. Um, right. We we did talk about it yeah. since you had watched it last week. Yeah. Um, I have not watched it. Um, I don't know if we will talk about it because we we do have a pretty heavy lineup going yeah. into it. Uh, the reason I haven't watched it is it's an hour and fifteen minutes long, yeah. something like that, and I was like. I want to watch this properly. I don't want to feel squeezed into to forcing myself yeah. to watch it for a review. So I'm going to watch it this weekend. I'm super excited for it. Um, and if if you guys enjoyed the series at all, absolutely should check out the real right stuff to find out where the story continues. Yeah. And why don't we actually talk about? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I'm going to say with the Marvel with the with the real right stuff. For me, I came into this whole right stuff thing. I didn't know anything, so it's been a nice learning curve for me about it all. Um, so obviously we had the finale of the series last night. Um, I really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed this series. It's, it's a highlight for me on Disney+. Plus. I thought last night's episode was very interesting. You know, it kind of feels like we've had that build up, build up, build up, build up, build up. And then it kind of happened. And then it was all the after effects for all. <clears throat> Which was definitely an interesting uh, take on it and this is another way that it kind of separated itself from the movie uh, the one from the 1980s not the real right stuff uh, whereas that movie is very much about the launch uh, mm-hmm. Alan Shepard launch and then the John Glenn launch which mm-hmm. doesn't happen here at all uh, and this one was like okay the launch happens here's your spectacle here's the rocket taken off here's the landing uh, and then what happens next? How do you, what, where do you go from there? And that was a very interesting philosophical take on it. Yeah. I, what I really liked, uh, one of the things for me was the big come down for Alan. It was like, you know, he, you know, and I, I liked the whole thing of him going for, I kind of in some ways would have liked them to have done that at the, maybe like the last episode and kind of got that, gave that a bit more time to build of him being, in, but then that whole thing of him going, you know, I was in space for 10 minutes it was over and I saw this much of it and it was not that good as I was expecting. And <laughs> it was that kind of weird thing of like, and then it was about, and that's all done. And it was like, okay, we've, we've spent seven hours getting here and, you know, we spent like 10 minutes doing the actual right. bit 
And that's another reason why I'm kind of disappointed it ends with the Alan Shepard flight, because that is the shortest flight. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gus Grissom's flight is about the same length. But after that, you've got John Glenn doing three orbits. I think Scott Carpenter did like 17 orbits, something like that. And then Gordon Cooper was so up there for many, more than a did. day. Well, they did more than one then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they did more than one. Um, Gordon Cooper was up there for more than a day on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it would have been great to get those. If you want to see at least the Glenn flight, I highly recommend the movie. Um, mm. Even even if you watched the series, yeah. uh, like I said, there's very little overlap other than like some major key points. Obviously, you can't just mm. be like, oh, yep, Alan Shepard, he went into space. Uh, go watch the yeah. television show for that. No, it happens in the movie. But mostly they cover different territory. Mm. No, I, I'll be honest. It's really, it, it really piqued my interest. Um, and I've really found this series just to be um, a breath of fresh air. It, it feels so nice especially at the minute, there's been not a lot, there's not been a lot on TV this year, let's be honest. And for me, it's, it's been nice to have an entirely different story. Something that I'm, you know, I'm watching in other, you know, it's not a murder mystery. It's not the normal TV series that I'm watching right now. And it was nice and refreshing to have something else going on. It wasn't, you know, I mean, they had all the, the drama in there, but I, I just, I, I mean, I, I thought this worked very well. It's kind of, kind of funny reading a lot of comments of people saying it's slow, it's boring, and it's not very good. And, and then I go, I don't. This is, it's like, it, this is not what this series is. And in some ways, it's like, I can, in, I can see how it's not hitting the mark on the Disney Plus audience because we've been, we've not been accustomed to this kind of show. You know, they, the Disney Plus audience isn't maybe it is a, is a mainstream adult show and it's not going to appeal if you've you know a bit a bit younger it might not appeal to you because it's very and then they go oh they don't why they they talk funny and they talk weird it's like because no, it's set in the 50s yeah, and they, it, they are properly portraying the 50s it's not super you know they're not doing it like now and i i think it is i just, we just want more of this apparently the second season um california uh government has given disney like 15 million or something like that to move to production from uh, Florida over. So there's a very high chance that the second season is going to be carrying on. And they mentioned it in the press release about following the fact that Disney are getting given some money. Now, highly, they haven't officially announced it, but very much leading to the idea of, well, they're getting extra money to make it. Yep. And so it hasn't been officially announced. Um, I obviously, I really hope it does. And the question will end up being, will they follow the original plan of moving on to Project Gemini with season two, or will they pick up where they left off here and go, all right, well, Shepard's been in space. Now we got Grissom and Glenn and Carpenter and Shira and, and Cooper to get up there. Uh, and I'd be happy with either. Honestly. It very much feels like the end, that end scene with her flying the plane with her daughter. It very much feels like they were setting up season two for that being the well, main thing. That focus. That and they also had Shepard collapsing, uh, yeah. and there was no resolution. Is he okay? Is he fine? Uh, How did, did Shepard go up again after that, or was that the one time? So, do you, he doesn't go up in Project Mercury, he was going to, yeah. Um, after Cooper's flight, he was going to go up in Freedom 7 too. Uh, he does go on a flight in Apollo, he goes oh, on okay. Apollo 14. Uh, Sorry, that is a spoiler, but it's well, also it, something that happened 50 years uh, ago. Yeah, I, I don't really view as much as it feels like oh, ago, it's, all new, it's all new to me. I'm like, well, but at the same time, yeah, this did happen 50 years ago. It's like, you know, it's not like it's, it's, not like it's it, brand. It's just, as again, in the UK, we don't get a lot of, we you know there's no history really of space 
in that right. same way. We, you know, they don't tend to focus on the first American. You know, we got it with, um, you know, I think Yuri was, it, was the first British girl, woman in space. And then right, we had like, uh, Tim, uh, was it Tim? You know, they do a lot of pr- promotion over here, but I think that's just a thing to, um, th- I'm coming from a slightly different angle, but right. I just really, enjoy- I really hope we get some more of this. I really recommend it. Got got my parents to watch it. I said, you know, my dad was like, I've watched Amanda Oran. I said, watch the right stuff. There you go. Um, it's just been nice having a, a, a proper show. And I can't say that enough for it. And this is it for for all the adults, all the parents stuff. You know, this is this is something you can get your dad to watch, or you. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that've been doing that. Yeah, and anybody who's got any interest in space or aviation should absolutely be checking it out. Uh, just in general, it's a really good watch. I can totally understand why it's some people's not not their cup mm. of tea. Uh, it is a very different show than what you're used to on Disney Plus. But I would say don't let that deter you if you haven't tried it yet. Uh, give it a shot. It's it's really well done. Yeah, very well done. Also, this week we um, we're getting new episodes of Agents of Shield, at season seven. So we had two episodes drop last week. I watched them oh, over last weekend, and I watched the third episode last night because we had a new. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. I, I watched um, you know because they're traveling through time. Uh, and again, it's like suddenly, like yeah, for me yesterday, the right stuff, Agents of Shield and The Mandalorian all dropped, and I watched all three of them. That's quite a good lineup. I'm I'm interested by the fact that they're dropping Agents of Shield as a, a weekly release rather than all at once. Because I mean, it's been done here in the states for well, a couple months now. Usually, the thing is, is uh, um, we haven't. Here. It never aired on any other network over here because usually it used to air on Channel Four by an E4 maybe three to five months after it aired in the US. We've had this for decades. We would have your TV shows months later. Um, things like Grey's Anatomy hasn't restarted. We probably won't restart till after. Um, we usually get TV shows months after you for some of these things. I remember Smallville, it was a nine month wait between the start, uh, you, know, the inter- you know, the concept of spoilers and the, you know, people getting upset and going, wow, you guys really, you know, like we, we still get, months later so agents of shield like that episode that hasn't officially that was the first time it's been released so that makes a big difference uh, for us of because up till now i think agent you know they held it off and held it off and then they put it onto disney plus so i'm the fact that it's on weekly it's like good this is you know this is what they should have done it should have been like this from the beginning yeah it's stupid that you guys haven't had that show or access to that show this entire time i i can't imagine why it's been holding it it's got to be some licensing reason but it, it's still stupid yeah. well that's it i mean for us we've got all because i've watched i watched the whole of season six on um or most of season six on disney plus because we've got all seven basically we've got all seven seasons so um I'd, i'm kind of liking it with it being dropping weekly and we're going to have this probably right through till january so i'm feeling like okay cool i've got quite a bit of you know just really enjoying it i'm just really enjoying it i this is i think the time travel aspect and they're integrating it with everything else it feels like they've got now they're back on earth and dealing with hydra and you know um because some of those i think season five was really really tough i have to be honest i don't even remember what happened in each individual season i, I would season, need a season five they were on they were in the future on the on oh yeah i like with the korean yeah, so I enjoyed at least the stuff that was happening in the future. 
I, I enjoyed the the kind of sci-fi story that they had going on or the, the Mad Max on a space station sci-fi kind of yeah. thing. Um, I think it was the season. It, it was the season with the, um, the, the like parasite crows, which I think was the previous season that I was like, that was season six. Yeah. Yeah. Season six. I was like, I don't know what's going on here and I'm really not into it. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a bit of um, ever since, I like season four. I think it was season four where we had like the the Inhumans, and it kind of felt like it was building, and then it kind of, well, we're going to chuck them off to space because all the Avengers are doing stuff that we can't really cover because we've not got any access. To and it. and we need them out of the way for the Thanos snap and yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. So no. So so I'm, I've been enjoying Agents of Shield, and that will be something I'll be watching week on week. Um, and also we had a new episode of Star Wars: The Mandalorian, um, chapter twelve. What yep. an episode! Episode what four. An- of season two i loved it that was great and i know a lot of people are disappointed that we didn't immediately jump into the ahsoka tano story uh we did warn you that they'd like to go off and do their side (laughs) stories uh but even without that ah that that was such a fun episode i really enjoyed that episode a lot i i'm just and i love the thing as well a lot of people are pointing out the fact of I mean, we'll, we'll, there's going to be spoilers in this bit because, unfortunately, you, you can't do a TV review without doing too much. But there was a lot of stuff about fixing some of the issues of Rise of Skywalker of all the of this cloning and some kind of work they're doing with trying to transfer blood with Jedi with whatever's you know the Mandalorian. Was it Mandal? Was it Medic? It was Midichlorians. Midichlorians. Well, they, yeah. But they didn't call it that. They called it like M count, which was yeah much better honestly yeah no i i'm not and then the fact of uh, suddenly then it's this whole thing of you know oh they are still after baby yoda you know because that's kind of been kind of kind of forgotten really we've not really been focusing on that um there was a couple of things in there which was like you know the the engineer when they land the ship and he looks back at him oh and he's gonna turn on him you know you could see that coming a mile away i was half expecting the blue guy to do something at some point i I wasn't expecting him to betray them. I was expecting him to run away. I was expecting yeah. him to just kind of like, I will take my risks on on the lava plane. I thought he hadn't pulled it down far enough to explode because it was uh, still above uh. the bar. Um, but yeah, I mean, you saw the whole double cross with them doing it. But uh, what I, I mean, I love the fact that they brought in the the stormtrooper transport because that this is where I'm sure just John he must have just had all these toys as a kid like I did. And never saw them on TV. And one of the all the action figures I had as a kid are now finally getting their proper screen time. You know, it's like you know the, the Spider Guys at the beginning. You know, and like with the big T. I remember having like I used to call him Warus Man kind of thing. You know, this whole thing of you know I had all these really random action figures as a kid, and he's mo- using them. He's <laughs> yeah, he- I mean that mandatory that big transport was a toy that they released that they never used. You know, so- like that. So they had that, and then last year, of course, they had the troop transport as well, which was similar. Well, it, wasn't, it was the transport, wasn't it? They actually used it for the proper first time. Well, this was this was the armored transport. It yeah. didn't have like the side doors where the stormtroopers yeah. like would march off. This had, you know, turrets and stuff. And that whole chase sequence with the Tie Fighters was fantastic. And yeah, well, the only thing and, is they go really bad at shooting all of them. Oh yeah, so bad. <laughs> well, okay, so. Actually, one thing that I kind of appreciated was since they made the Mandalorian armor basically invincible, so kind of a little yeah. plot armor going on there, they can actually have the stormtroopers hitting him. Yeah. Like we saw that last episode with 
you know, the minigun where they were just like ripping into him with the minigun. And in this episode, you know, you heard the, the ping as the yeah. shots bounced off his arm. It was like, hey, the stormtroopers are actually hitting the targets. That's, that's a little it, out of character. Something, there's something about it for me. Like the minute I see stormtroopers, it feels like I'm back in Star Wars. Right. That when you're doing all these little animal, all these other creatures, it's like, oh, you know, a nice little nod. It's like, but the second that we've got the Empire involved, it suddenly becomes Star Wars again. I don't know what it is. Something in my brain of just like, that is the part that thinks... The minute I see stormtroopers and then trying to get into a base, you know, maybe it's like you know, like when you're playing the video games or anything like that. It, that's the part that makes you feel like you're in Star Wars. Whereas when you're in a, a cantina, it, you know, it could be I don't know. It's just that one thing. The minute you see stormtroopers involved or the Empire, it, it picks up a pace. And there's more than just the stormtroopers, but I totally get where you're going. But like in the first episode of this season, when you see Boba Fett's armor for yeah. the first time, you're like. Oh yeah, well, we're back in Star Wars. And you go into to episode two, which really didn't have much distinctly Star Wars, but then you're like, oh yeah, there's the X-Wings chasing after him. That, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's Star Wars right there. And of course, three and four, uh, you know, with the Mandalorians, we have stormtroopers, we have Imperial transports and uh, officers in, in the in the getup and everything. You're like, oh yeah, we're, we're having so much fun here. Yeah, I mean, we also have, um, you know, this, you know the guy with the jeans you know he he's in there as well you know i'm sure that's that's already now become a, did you see that the guy with the jeans yes there is a no, shot I missed this. there is a shot in the in the series when they're all shooting and you can see a guy is armed with a watch and a t-shirt and a pair and a jean a pair of jeans and Oops. it's all over the I internet. Know. <laughs> and it's like, and I've just got one of the mods from the facebook group just so they're already people are already starting to mock up toys of <laughs> you know what it's i'll have to look that one up i did not catch that in the the show but you know what we made we being star wars fans made up a whole thing about this character in empire strikes backs running around bespin city with the freaking ice cream maker because that's literally what it was and now here we are mandalorian season one and it's made an appearance in season two we're like oh yeah it's it's just a transport thing it's here's beskar in it or whatever Never underestimate Star Wars fans being able to do absolutely absurd things with stuff going on in the background. I want to look that one. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, well, I really fancied a blue macaroon after, when watching this episode. That made uh, me so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there looking and going, they look like really nice macaroons. Like I'm there going, it's like, and then there's just a blue sick. I was just, and then they go, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he just he had so much. It was just like it was really fun to see, and him using the force and getting the cookies and the stuff. And I was just like, oh, that that is just good. I was just like, that's you know, using it, and you know, we're setting it up because there's cause there's you know, you just know that. Oh, like, at some point, you got to think the emperor are going to get the hands on him. You know, they are going to have to get their hands on him for him to team up to do stuff to rescue him. You know, that's coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. They they're doing the same thing they did in season one, where they're kind of setting up the characters that are that are going to end up in the end of the series. And um, you know, the, those two friends that we had back in this episode, we've got the Mandos from last episode. All of it's going to be coming together by the end. Oh yeah, you can just see this massive super team build up to go rescue the baby Yoda. You know, you can just see it coming. You know, you're gonna oh. have the man, you're gonna have Mandalorians, you're gonna have Ahsoka, you're gonna have Cara Dune, you're gonna and, have um, the the sheriff. They're all coming in. <laughs> and and you look at what we've already had in these first four episodes. They're already, 
you know, completely ramped up over season one, which was already a pretty yeah. uh, solid starting point. And like, if they're doing this in the first four episodes, uh, I'm not even talking about like the crate dragon from episode one. I'm just talking like, you know, the tie fighter chase sequence in this one, which was great. And things like that. It's like, what are those final couple of episodes going to be like? The, 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 the budget is like, we are, you, it's like, there is no, it doesn't feel like we're having the, Oh, we need to save some money in this episode episodes. Um, it's like, you know, we're getting, yeah, it's, yeah, they just keep building. Um, and I think that it's just, yeah, it just keeps doing that. And I'm just, yeah, just really excited to see where the season goes. You know, they are, you know, they're, they're fully committed to it now. Yeah. Uh, and if this is what they're doing with season two, presuming they, they look at how this season is doing viewership wise, I can't wait to see what they have in store for. Apparently for I think se- it's up, up, for, up over a, well, a, a fir- two thirds better or something like that. Three times yeah. the amount. Of, and it's like, they've got the whole of Europe now, obviously, you know, and you've got Japan, you know, you've got India, you know, so I'm, I, I'm not a huge surprise to see them. It's growing and the numbers are just going to continue to grow with Latin America joining in as well. Um, and that's it. I mean, this is what we want. Just, right. And, and with that, with the continued increase, you have to imagine that season three is going to get even more attention. It's going to get an even better budget for them to work with either way. Definitely, definitely looking forward to the rest of this season. And, then onward from there uh it just keeps getting better honestly yeah i can't push that enough really it's just it's so nice it's, it's that really nice feeling of, i'm to the right stuff is just finished but the feeling of you know multiple shows that we're enjoying right now and movies and so you know it, you know because for a while we're getting i think that the summer was getting a little bit like <laughs> there's definitely coming on um but you know we've got, and then we're gonna have one division right through January and February. So we have a lot. Yeah, I have to admit there was that that stretch through the year, uh, especially once COVID was really starting to ramp up, where we were in like a period where like there's nothing for us to talk about. There's no news. <laughs> um, the a Disney movie dropped, and it was exactly what you expect from a Disney movie. Thank you. Come again next week. And think, and now we're flooded. Yeah. I think it was more like things like be our chef and the big fib. And you're like, I'm not, it's like, you know, and we, we, we didn't, we didn't really pull any punches of the fact that we didn't enjoy them, <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, you know, this is, this is what we're waiting for. You know, like yesterday I had three TV shows to watch, which I would have watched no matter where they were. And that is, that's what, it, well, that's what you want. You know, that's what you, you come here for is, yeah. is for that kind of content. I don't think I've personally had a situation where I've come onto the show and been like, I just did not have time to watch everything since yeah. launch. You know, when we got all the launch titles and th- this is the first time I've been like, I want to watch all of these. I don't have enough time on Friday to watch them before the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's a nice problem to have, honestly. Yeah. And it looks like it might be the only one. I mean, looking at like December's lineup, you can see where they're going with this drop system like one original a week that seems to be the this week i don't know if it was because of the 20th or because it was the first year anniversary they wanted to ramp up a bit and get everything in maybe get some stuff on there for thanksgiving maybe that was the the plan um but it seemed like a very heavy week this week i will say that i appreciate that they dropped uh the star wars holiday special and the two mickey mouse shorts uh 
previously. I know those are special occasions. Yeah. Mickey was for his birthday and the, the well, life day. Was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> a bit of a stretch, but still, I'm yeah. thankful that they did it because there's no way I would have been able to watch that on top of the stuff that uh, yeah. I also watched today. And also as well, they're kind of cannibalizing themselves at that point of, you know, I, yeah, I think had they dropped all of them on the same day, I think Marvel 616 would have had to have been put back somewhere else. The real right stuff kind of made sense, but yeah, there was a, li- a little bit too I, much in some way. I almost would have liked them to put the real right stuff next week as like, yeah. oh, you, you've gotten so used to watching the right stuff weekly. It's done, but here's a little bit more. Yeah. I, I figure that they they think that the, the right stuff is done. People are probably going to stop talking about it, which normally happens mm-hmm. for, for shows. Uh, so let's get it out there while there's still a chance that people will be like, oh, I just watched episode eight. What else is there? Oh, let's watch this. Yeah, so there we go. So that's all the stuff from next week. Next week, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about the Black Beauty, and that'll be the, the movie that comes out next week. I think that's the, the main Disney Plus original next week. But yeah, and also whatever news comes in during the week. But again, a huge thank you to everyone who has um, supported us either on Patreon or their YouTube memberships. And also just a big thank you again for hitting that milestone today on YouTube, because that's always uh, always nice hitting hitting those kind of things so nice know, round things. numbers that i can't even conceptualize yes yes i always it's always that kind of weird thing if i i said like if you if you were to put all those people in a in a, in a stadium or in a park you know that's just that, that, that's how i because i mean i you know i look at it and go you know if you have if you have a, a thousand people that's that's like your local arena you know that's your local you know uh, theater that you go to and that's how I visualize it in terms of numbers and stuff of you know I view look at it as like venues <laughs> it's just like oh that would be Wembley Stadium or that would be Wembley Arena or, that would be my local theater that would be this sphere and that's how I tend to look with like uh, like numbers and stuff and you know I I'd much rather just not visualize it <laughs> yeah. at all that's how I keep saying it's how I keep there is it's like this. that kind of figure sometimes of like you know, it's like here with the podcast when you look at the numbers and think oh if you put them all together you know it's like you know you'd be, you'd be sat here with you know everyone listening it's just like it's, it's a really weird thought of of and, and I try and okay when we're doing this thing it's like yeah but we're just having a chat you try not to think about the, <laughs> what's going on nope when we're doing this it's just you and yeah. me ch- talking yeah. and occasionally I'll be like, Oh yeah, I should probably clarify. I'm, I'm talking to other people <laughs> yes. as well, but Oh man, if we were doing this like live stream or something, I, I don't know how I would handle that. No. Yeah. And that was, it's, I think as well as it's like, say it allows us to kind of just have a little bit of fun and stuff of what we're watching and stuff, but we're glad you've tuned in. We're glad you enjoy the show and are subscribed and we shall see you guys in another episode. Laters. Later. Later.